the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Findlay offers a heavenly perspective of God's faithfulness to provide for his children. In a time of COVID-19 pandemic, at a time of coronavirus, God is still on the throne. Believe that he'll never let you down. Believe that he will supply your needs. God is still on the throne. God still reigns. God still is control. God still is sovereign. When we put our faith in Christ, God promises to provide and care for us, although it might not be in the way that we expect or hope. Our challenge is to recognize His heavenly provision. Our life here on earth, with all of its sufferings, is brief, especially when viewed in the light of eternity. In the book of James, it tells us that our life appears but for a little time and then vanishes away. It's in the hereafter, the forever, where God's provisions will ultimately make sense. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley explains how taking a longer view of today's troubles and trusting in the promises of God will greatly encourage us to show us how to survive the economic collapse. That's next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Finley. Uh, this quick reminder to check out the many helpful resources, including a copy of today's message, How to Survive the Economic Collapse, all available at the website, hopelives365.com. Our teacher is Mark Findley. He's president of Hope Lives 365, and he's been involved in Christian ministry for more than 40 years, including preaching, teaching, and writing more than 70 books. Today, Pastor Mark is concluding a lesson that he began last time on how to survive the economic collapse. In essence, it's about our looking beyond those uh, treasures here on earth on which we tend to set our hopes and desires, because in the end, you can't take them with you. Trust that God won't give you all your wants, but will supply what you need. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. The first financial principle that the world does not know or understand is that God is the creator of the world. God is the redeemer of the world. Everything in this world is his. We are never owners. We are always stewards. Notice 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. It says this. It is required. Notice not it's nice if it happens. It is required in stewards to be found faithful. So I am not an owner I am a what, everybody? Steward. Now, what is a steward? A steward is one who manages another's property, another's affairs. Principle number one, the world is his, and he entrusts me with some gifts of grace possessions as I go through this world. Here is the second principle. Believe that the Christ that created you, the Christ that redeemed you, cares for you and he is going to provide for you 
He is not going to let you down. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says, do not worry, saying, what do we eat? What do we drink? What do we wear? Your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. If he knows that we have need of all these things, what's his promise in Philippians 4.19? I shall supply all your need. Now notice, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. How many of these things? All these things. So seek you what first? If that is my priority, God says, I will take care of you. Now, I want to assure you that a pandemic does not eradicate the promises of God. The living Christ who has provided salvation through his grace and power and through his Holy Spirit will fulfill his promise to meet our needs. When we trust, it gives God the opportunity to fulfill his promise in Ephesians 3 verse 20. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly all above all that we could ask or think. The Bible makes some remarkable predictions about an economic crash during the last days of earth's history. But we serve a God who is able to do above what we could ask or think and take his children through crisis. The third principle is this. Choose to reorder your priorities in the light of the coming of Jesus Christ. As I mentioned, the Bible makes some incredible predictions about the last days of earth's history. Now, the greatest treasure that we can have is the pearl of great price. That's the greatest treasure. Jesus offers us abundant joy, inner peace, lasting satisfaction. The fleeting pleasures of this world are soon to pass away. When our happiness or contentment or security comes from our material possessions, when coming calamity takes place, when there's a sudden economic collapse, when that happens... We're left discouraged and downhearted and depressed because we lose what we put our life into. But when our faith is anchored in Jesus and our eternal treasures are in his word, we are secure. The Bible predicts a coming economic collapse. I will show you that both in the book of James and in the book of Revelation. We're looking first at James. James chapter 5 and verse 1. Come now, you rich, weep and howl. Weeping and howling, that doesn't sound very pleasant, does it? Why? Rich people shouldn't be weeping and howling, they should be happy. But wait a minute, the miseries that are coming upon you, your riches are corrupted. In other words, a sudden economic collapse. Your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded. Put very simply, your riches are corrupted. All the material things that you spent your wealth on, their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You've heaped up treasure for the last days. Now notice what the Bible says. It says that the things that you have placed your emphasis on, all of these material possessions are gone. If life teaches us anything, it teaches us that our material possessions do not produce happiness. I read an article on people who have won the lottery. Now, have you ever thought, oh man, Lord, there goes my visa bill, there goes my house payment, that's, I'm rid of that, there goes my car payment, just think of what I could do. And I wouldn't give a little bit to the church, you know, if I won that lottery, you know, but oh Lord, help me win the lottery. Look, 
There's an article that was written just November 19, 2020. It's, it's called The Lottery Curse Victims. Seven people who won big but lost everything. The story is told of one family who won the Irish sweepstakes. Now, Dad was a steam fitter. He worked in a factory. Johnny was 26 years old. He loaded crates on docks. And Tim was going to night school. So when Dad won this lottery... He uh, split the money with his kids. Within one year, one of his boys spent their money on racehorses and betting on the racehorses, lost it all, became an alcoholic. The second boy spent his money on parties and women and so forth, and he became an alcoholic. The father and mother argued over the money, and she accused her husband of not giving her her fair share, they went to divorce court and she then labeled this money. And let me read to you what she said about this money. She said, it's the devil's own money. It's the devil's own money. Now, there's nothing wrong with having money, but when money has you, there is something wrong. There's nothing wrong with having wealth. If you look at the Bible, there were some very wealthy people. Abraham was a very wealthy man in the Bible. Joseph had unusual responsibilities and controlled a lot of wealth in Scripture. There are wealthy people who use their money for the advancement of God's cause and understand that it's a gift of God. But when that becomes your obsession, when that becomes that for which you live, then that strangles you. Now, the book of Revelation describes a coming economic collapse We read that in Revelation, the 18th chapter. The Bible says, starting with verse 1, And after these things I saw another angel come down from heaven. Now this is the fourth angel that joins the messages of the three angels that are given in Revelation 14 to prepare people for the coming of Jesus Christ. After these things I saw another angel come down from heaven having great authority. That's great power. The earth was illuminated with his glory, and he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. It's become the habitation of demons and a prison of every foul spirit. In the last days of earth's history, the Holy Spirit will be poured out with Pentecostal power again. God's people will indeed be transformed by his very grace to give his message to the world. Now look at Revelation, the 18th chapter, Revelation 18, verse 17. So this loud cry, message, goes out to the ends of the entire earth. As this message goes out to lead men and women, boys and girls to Christ, there is a triple union, an economic union, a political union, a spiritual union of falsehood to enforce the mark of the beast. But the wealth and lavishness that takes place. And the Bible says in Revelation 18, verse 17, one hour is great, riches come to nothing. In other words, here's what Revelation 18 predicts. And the last days of earth's history, there will be a union of political, religious, and financial powers. This great triumphant of error, led by Satan, will try to enforce a unified world government. It will try to enforce an economic 
boycott on the people of God. It will try to enforce a single common day of worship on the first day of the week under the sun God. All that will take place. But God will act. And that which man tries to accomplish will not be accomplished in one hour. Great riches come to nothing. What is God showing us in all this? Our only security is in Jesus Christ. Our only security is in the Word of God. In times of difficulty, in times of trouble, in times of hardship, our only security is absolute trust. So if God is leading you to deeper trust, if God is leading you to deeper confidence in Him now, it's because He's getting you ready for a crisis that is going to break upon the world. Pastor Mark Findlay reminding us not to set our hearts on the dream of money, wealth, but instead to put our trust in a gracious God for all of our needs. In a moment, Pastor Mark returns with more of this inspiring message on how to survive the economic collapse. This is Hope Lives 365. We welcome your support of this ministry. As we continue to bring these messages to you each time, remember it is your significant gift that will help us continue. And as a way to say thanks for that significant gift right now, we'd like to share with you a hardbound copy of Mark's uh, very helpful resource, a library in itself, 530 pages, What the Bible Says About. It's filled with easy-to-understand information and truth revealed in biblical passages, addressing themes like prayer, a changed life, and Christ's return. Request a copy of What the Bible Says About when you give your gift of $50 or more to Hope Lives 365. Contact us today online at hopelives365.com or make your generous gift of $50 or more and request the book 855-888-HOPE. Call that toll-free number 855-888-4673. Of course, remember, you can listen to this message not only here on the broadcast, but anytime online at the website, hopelives365.com. And for a nominal fee, you can download your own audio copy. Look for the message titled, How to Survive the Economic Collapse, in the radio archives at hopelives365.com. In a moment, Pastor Mark explains that for everyone, our riches, health, and even this mortal life will eventually end But the Lord reigns forever, and we can trust Him. In a time of COVID-19 pandemic, God is still on the throne. Believe that He'll never let you down. Believe that He will supply your needs. Stay with us for more of Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. A little later, I'll have information about a small book from Pastor Chris Holland that points to the day when Jesus Christ will return to this earth. It's called Hope for a Helpless Planet. I'll tell you more about that in just a bit. But right now, Pastor Mark Finley is returning to his message on how to survive the economic collapse, uh, talking about the provision our Creator God offers us. Here's Pastor Mark Finley. Now we can learn from crises in the Bible. There are times in the Bible where there were great crises and God sent us a message. The Bible says that the lessons in the stories in the Old Testament 
are examples written for us upon whom the ends of the world are going to come. So if there is an economic crisis coming in the future, if there's a time of church and state coming in the future, if there's a time when the enemies of God's people rally around to destroy God's people in the future, where can we find in the Old Testament a lesson of a time of peace, then a great time of conflict when God's people shook because there was trouble, disaster coming that would destroy everything that they had built up. Isaiah, the sixth chapter. Take your Bible, please, and turn to Isaiah chapter six, a marvelous illustration of the last days of earth's history. To understand Isaiah chapter six, I must give you a background. It is the year when King Isaiah reigns. And as King Isaiah reigns in Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah had reigned for 52 years. Now, notice Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Look, friend, this Isaiah had reigned. During his reign, the nation had prospered. During his reign, desert areas were reclaimed. During his reign, Jerusalem's walls were fortified. The nation expanded its territory. Judah's prosperity was largely due to Isaiah's faithfulness to God. But Isaiah died. Now get the picture. There's a period of peace. There's a period of wealth. But then Isaiah dies. And as Isaiah dies, the enemy is approaching And the enemy is going to destroy everything that Isaiah built up for 52 years. But as the enemy approaches, all of Israel shakes, all of Israel trembles. Death is certain for them. But Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 says, In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. What is Isaiah the prophet saying at the time of Uzziah's death? God is still on the throne. God still reigns. God still is control. God still is sovereign. In a time of COVID-19 pandemic, God is still on the throne. At a time of coronavirus, God is still on the throne. What is God's appeal to you? God's appeal to me now first accept the fact that he is creator and redeemer accept the fact that everything you have is a gift of grace secondly believe believe that he'll care for you believe that he'll never let you down believe that he will supply your needs thirdly choose to reevaluate your priorities because we are going into the deep waters as we prepare for eternity. We are coming to a period of time in earth's history where every earthly support will be cut off. We're coming to a time where we will have to trust God and trust him implicitly. Reevaluate your priorities. Reevaluate your finances. Reevaluate your time in the light of the coming of Jesus, recognizing that according to Revelation chapter 18, in one hour their riches come to naught. Know for sure that the God that redeemed you, the one that created you, the one that is with you today, will be with you tomorrow. And the next day after that, and the next day after that, and forever. This 
is a call to our hearts to recognize that this world is his. It's a call to recognize that he is our creator. He is our redeemer. He gives us the ability to have a job. He gives us the ability to make money. And when there is an economic collapse, he is the one that will provide. He is the one that will never let us down. We may need to go through some hardship and difficulty, but he is there. Because God has an ultimate goal, and his ultimate goal is to get us ready for heaven. And whatever it takes for God to get us ready for heaven, whatever that takes, he's willing to do it. Because it's more than our temporal prosperity. It's our eternal salvation. There is a time coming when riches will come to naught. But at that time, we will have the pearl of great price. The greatest treasure of all. He'll fill our hearts. He'll strengthen us for the time ahead. Wherever you are, reach out to him. Do you need to reevaluate your priorities? Do you need to reevaluate your time? Do you need to reevaluate how you spend your money? Do you need to reevaluate where you place your priorities and what's important to you? Pastor Mark Findlay on Hope Lives 365, reminding us that Even though we may go through hardships and difficulty, God is ready to supply what we need, not only in this life, but in the life to come. This is the message, How to Survive the Economic Collapse with Faith and Trust in God's Heavenly Provision. Now, earlier I mentioned a small book from our associate teacher, Chris Holland. He's making this available to you right now, Hope for a Helpless Planet. Everywhere we turn these days, it seems like the world is falling apart. A worldwide health crisis, political unrest, and an economy that's teetering right on the edge. And people are desperate for lasting hope. The good news is the Lord Jesus is coming again to take us where he is. In his book, discover how he will return and how we can be ready to meet him. For your gift of any amount to Hope Lives 365, request the book Hope for a Helpless Planet. Call us at 855-888-HOPE. That's toll-free, 855-888-4673. Or go to the website, hopelives365.com. You can give there and request your copy of the book, hopelives365.com. We encourage you to write to us and let us know how you're appreciating these lessons from our teachers. Hope Lives 365, Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia, 20168. Now remember that you and a friend can hear this message that we're presenting today at any time in its entirety, How to Survive the Economic Collapse. Look for it online at hopelives365.com. Believe that the Christ that redeemed you cares for you. All the riches in heaven back up the promises of God. A pandemic does not wipe out those promises. In a moment, Pastor Mark offers a final word on Hope Lives 365.
As we finish up today's edition of Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley offers a final prayer to close out this special two-part series on how to survive the economic collapse. Here's Pastor Mark. Let's pray. Father in heaven, teach us deeper trust. Teach us greater faith. Help us to know that you are a creator and redeemer. That you'll supply our needs and help us to know that all eternity we have to be with you, to enjoy the riches of heaven. Help not the tawdry pleasures and the cheap imitations of this world to be so attractive to us that we miss eternity. Thank you, Lord, that you're by our side, that you'll take us through not only this pandemic, but the coming time of difficulty that one day we can see your face. In Christ's name, we believe it. Amen. Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365 with an encouraging word of prayer to the one who made us and loves us and walks with us every day. Remember, we're here ready to help you in your journey of faith with some excellent biblical resources all available at our website, hopelives365.com. Check them out today. HopeLives365.com And next time, Pastor Chris Holland is here to begin a special two-part study on where our hope lies. It's called The Ultimate Solution for a Collapsing Society. Join us next time on Hope Lives 365.